Hello, and welcome to another Father-Son Podcast. How are you today, Forrest? Good, how are you? Good. I feel like I have my Mr. Roger sweater on. Won't you be my neighbor? Did you ever see Mr. Rogers? No. Oh, man, you're missing out on a quality show. We gotta go back and watch Mr. Rogers together. It's like a two-year-old show, but I don't know. We're gonna watch it. <laughs> Where are we gonna... Why are we going to watch a two-year-old show? Because if you don't know who Mr. Rogers is, you're missing out on life. You, We can't even talk. All right, podcast is over. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you look like I was about to shut it down for a second. I should have reached up for the keyboard. It would have been even funnier. We're kind of having a silly day today. Yeah. We've been laughing a lot at least. <laughs> It's truly a guy's day today. I don't know why we're so goofy and funny today, but uh, it's been a pretty good day between the two of us, at least. Yeah. <clears throat> How was your day at school today? Good. Good. Um, any tests? Uh, I don't think so. No tests? No. Get all, got all your homework done, obviously. We talked about that. Yeah. We didn't talk about it on the podcast, but we talked about it in real life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, How was my dinner tonight? It was good. Good. Did you like it? Noodles and taco meat actually went together really well. Yeah. I think you should have waited to cook it, though, because the noodles kind of got stuck together. Well, I did cook it, and then you did your whole piano lesson, and they sat there for 20 minutes. You should have waited to cook it till after. I was hungry. I was going to eat while you were doing piano lesson, but then I just came in and sat down. I was actually going to make the food so Miss Laura could eat, too. And then, uh, sure, she just wanted to go, so she didn't sit down and eat. But I figured, you know, it'd be nice to have some food for her if she wanted it. Yep. Yeah. But that was good. She went home with her boyfriend and ate. That's good, too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that was probably better company than us eating with our fingers. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh when I... You're like, how am I going to get the noodles out? And I just reached in there. I was like, plap, threw it on the plate like this. <laughs> That's like how they do it in the school cafeteria. <laughs> yeah, true caveman style. Uh what else is going on? Anything new? Craving chocolate milk for the past week. Why didn't you have me buy some chocolate milk? I'll get you chocolate milk. Because I drink chocolate milk at school. Because I have chocolate milk every day at school. Oh, it's probably not so good for your stomach to eat it twice a day. I'll get you a big one if you want so you can have digestive problems on the way home tomorrow. A big one? A big one. It's just like a small carton at school. I'll get you a big one. So and you they can... only serve chocolate milk at lunch. I'll get you a giant one so you can have belly problems. Okay. Yeah. You gotta clean your toilet though. There must be something wrong with the timeline because I yeah. keep craving chocolate milk. <laughs> Maybe you're pregnant. Are you having a baby? Am I about to be a grandpa? No. I don't want to be a grandpa. I think I'm too young to be a grandpa. <laughs> I don't know. Some people are grandpas by your age. Yeah, that's true. I am getting pretty old. Not really. Yeah, forty-one's old, dude. Technically, some people are grandpas like by thirty-six or thirty-seven. I guess. Uh, there's nothing new going on at school, right? You haven't forgotten anything going to school in the whole time we've been together at this time. This is so much better than last time when I was running stuff to you every day. That's because I had my elevator pass and that was two times ago. Yeah, two times ago. Well, last time it was for a month. Yeah. It was when it, yeah, broke my foot and I had to have an elevator pass. Mm-hmm. I hurt my arm and then I broke my foot. It I was kind of dumb. <laughs> uh, that was silly. 
And uh, you missed parent night tonight, but parent night was a rousing success. The, the It was really well attended, and it was a fun night. We played dodgeball. Oh, boy. Yeah. Parents versus the kids. Who won? Uh, the first class, uh, it was a draw because I had to end a class. And then the second class, of course, the parents won. I let all the moms start with a ball. Every one of the moms got a ball to start with. That is not fair. Oh, I almost put Liliana's mom to sleep. Jeez. Yeah. She tried to guillotine me at the end of class, and I put her in a Von Flute choke. And uh, I didn't, like, really get it tight and squeeze it and put her to sleep. But she was like, I could have put her to sleep. And then uh, (laughs) I beat up her dad pretty good, too. And then uh, none of the other parents wanted to roll at me. None of the other parents wanted to roll? Well, some of them rolled, but they rolled Coach Matt because Coach Matt was letting them win. I always think that, like, if you have a parents' night, right, this is my personal opinion, like, you want your coaches to be good and beat you up, right? You don't want the coaches to be soft and let you tap them out. Mm -hmm. You know, Coach Matt's really soft, and he's always encouraging people to do well in jiu-jitsu, and he's like, oh, no, here, do this, do this, do this, and you can choke me out. I just smash the parents, (laughs) but in a nice way. I don't try and hurt them. I just let them know that I'm considerably better than him that's the same thing i do with new people that come to jiu-jitsu too and i don't know over my lifetime i used to be like coach matt and let him win too but uh obviously number one that rankles my soul to let someone beat me because i hate that i don't want to lose even when i know i let him win and number two i think it really displays how good you are when someone's trying the hardest that they can and you still beat them easily while you're like talking to other people or doing other stuff you know but you don't do it mean, like you don't smash them and hurt them. You just do it very technically, mm-hmm. you know. You're like, mm-hmm, you're not even paying attention and picking your nails. So I want to talk to you about something today. Why do you think you're such a good person? Mm-hmm. And ideally what I mean is like you're really good. You're very, um, I don't know what the word would be. Agreeable, I think. Agreeable is, is a perfect word for it. You, um... I don't like disagreeing, disagreeing with people. Right, yeah, you don't like disagreeing with people, but you're... Because a lot of my friends are a little hot-headed. Right. Like, I don't want to end up disagreeing with them and causing something to happen. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm a, I'm a little bit agreeable, too. And uh, I don't like conflict. So I do a lot to uh, resolve conflict. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I use humor, and I'm pretty good at it. I can usually make fun of people to a point where they don't want to, like, where they don't get mad. Because I do use self-deprecating humor as well, mm-hmm. which means I make fun of myself as I'm making fun of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it usually calms the situation down. And um, I don't know. I was weak when I was a little kid, so I used to get beat up all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I'm so agreeable. But you're very agreeable. And as long as I've known you, I've always trained you to fight. So you've always been pretty tough. Like, you're not agreeable because you're scared. You're just agreeable because you're agreeable. Maybe it's just because I don't want to fight. Right. But that being said, I I worry about you sometimes because being agreeable is really hard to get what you want in life. And um, I want to make sure that when you want something or you need something, you're able to speak up for yourself. Today, I was really, really proud of you. Today, you're like, oh, I want a bag of chips. Uh, for anyone that has a kid, you do not understand how Forrest is. Forrest will not ask for anything if it is the smallest inconvenience to me or his mom ever. 
And um, today he asked me for a bag of chips. And I was like, oh, man, I got parent night. I'm really uh, got a lot to do. And he's like, oh, don't worry about that. Just go. And then I was like, man, this is the best kid in the world. How can I not stop and get a big bag of chips? So I, I knew I was time crunched, and I knew I had to go to Dash's to do it because Dash's is close to my house. So I went to Dash's. I got them chips. I knew it was going to be super expensive. It was like $4.50 for a bag of chips. And I was like, oh, it rankled my soul to pay that much for a bag of chips. I go to Wegmans and get twice the size bag for two bucks. There's no dash of chips that are like a dollar per bag, though. Yeah, I know. But I know that. I know that going into dashes. So I know I'm going to spend that much going in. And I'm like, ah, whatever. He's You're such a good kid that I'll get it for you. You know, and Forrest very, very, very rarely asks for anything. So when he does ask me for something, I make sure I get it for him. Yeah. I don't know if that's a scam you got going on. If it is, it's a very good one. <laughs> but uh, I know, like, you you go out of your way to make my life a lot easier. And uh, I really appreciate it. But at the same time, I want to make sure that you can get and you can ask for whatever you need or want in life, okay? I try not to ask for too much. Right. Like, especially bigger stuff. Mm-hmm. Usually when I, like, vocalize what I want, it's either pop, which can, which is, which I always ask first, but usually, but sometimes it's a no because it's late, or it's like chips or gum or snacks or something. Right, yeah, and uh, you never really asked for, you were never, even when I was a little kid, you didn't ask for a lot of stuff at the store, you are always really, really, really good for that, and, um. I don't know why, but I, uh, I, I'm very agreeable, and in life it's going to, it can really be a detriment to be agreeable. Although it's good for friends and it's good for like taking care of people and it's good for getting along. You have to be able to say what you want to get things in life. Yeah. You have to know how much you're worth when you're negotiating your salary. So when you're about to get a job, you need to be able to be like, well, I'm worth this much. And if they say, no, you're not, then you'll be like, okay, then I'm not going to work here. Um, that's the kind of stuff that I want to make sure that I instill in you too. And um, it's not okay. There's going to be times in your life when your friends know that you're the agreeable one and you don't want to um, tilt the wagon or tilt the boat or rock the boat. Rock the boat is the term I'm looking for. You don't want to rock the boat. So you're going to do something that they want you to do. And it could be something that you might not want to do. And you just want to make sure you don't get roped into doing things that you don't really want to do and you think could be wrong or close to wrong. Um agreeable people are a little bit more susceptible to peer pressure and not peer pressure like oh we're doing it you do it too because i know you would say no right you're like oh, i'm not going to try drugs but if you knew your friends had drugs and you knew you didn't want to drive them because you were going someplace where you might get stopped by the police or something you would still maybe drive them even though you wouldn't partake in doing drugs and sometimes that can get you in trouble just as much as anything else so I want to make you sure... You get stopped if a passenger has ingested drugs? Not if they ingest them, if they have them on you. Oh. They could also drop them and put them underneath your chair or say they're yours. Or you can just get in trouble for even just having it in your car because you're the driver. So there's a lot of stuff that you need to be aware of and know that you're agreeable and think about things you do when you're trying to get along with someone. And especially me. So if you need something while mom's out of town and it's just the two of us make sure you ask you know don't let me um stop chewing your nails dude it's really distracting while i'm trying to talk man holy cow if you need to do your nails clip them man holy cow <laughs> i'm just watching for 
chew at his nails and I can hear it in the mic and it drives me nuts. Not I nails. hear it. Or whatever your skin. <laughs> what was I saying? I forgot. You were talking about how I should. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. While I'm gone. Or, well, not while mom's I'm gone. gone. While mom's gone, make sure I don't do things that you don't like, right? Mm-hmm. If I ask you if it's okay if I do something, like uh, when I go to the party and I'll be like, all right, I'm going to go to that party now. If you need me to stay or you need something, make sure that you tell me or you ask me, okay? Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. Yep, yep. Because I don't want you to have a crappy time. Right? And there's been times, like when I was I was at the fight for your birthday, where um, I didn't really think about you because you never really verbalize what you want. And um, I got pretty far in Spider-Man that day. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really good. See, and you're doing it now because I know that hurt you, but you transferred into like a positive that happened because I messed up, right? And I wasn't there when you wanted me there. And I think about that a lot. Like every day since that happened, I think about it still. And I just want to make sure we talked about it after it happened. I apologized to you, and we talked all about it, right? And we've talked about it since then. But it's important. Because you know how much that hurt you, right? You feel it inside still a little bit sometimes. Or you're really not... You don't want to talk about it on the, on the podcast, I can tell. So just like skipping over that. I don't want you to feel that again. So I want to make sure that you verbalize what you need from me, okay? And obviously I verbalize what I need from you. I like, go do the laundry. Go fold the laundry. Go put that away. We're going to clean this. We're going to clean that. We're going to do this. We're going to do that, right? And I need you to, to be that to me too, okay? Mm-hmm. Because you're at the age now where we need to start treating you like more of an adult, right? Because you're starting to become an adult. You have better ideas than me sometimes. You're better at some stuff than me already. But don't let that get to your head because I'll still <laughs> kick your butt. And I still know more than you. Oh, that's one more thing I want to talk to you about. This is what I was originally going to talk to you about anyways. Um, There's a point where you used to idolize me and mom, and you think we're the best people in the world, and now you're getting to the age where you see that we make a lot of mistakes too, right? We don't know everything. We mess up all the time. Not all the time, because mom's pretty smart, and, you know, I'm reasonably... Attentive. (laughs) I'm reasonably... I'm better than that dad that... uh, Miss Laura was talking about. I never forgot about you once and left you up all night. I didn't forget to feed you ever. I'm way better than that, Dad. Holy cow. That Dad's not so good. He's probably not even as busy as me, and he's still not so good. But anyways, me and Mom, we're going to mess up. And at some point in your life as you get older, you're going to think we don't know what we're talking about. When it comes to relationships, when it comes to jobs, when it comes to... Almost everything that you're going to be dealing with when you're a teenager and going about to go to college and just get on to college, me and mom have a lot of experience in life. And the things we tell you are going to seem stupid and you're not going to want to listen to, a, to us when you hear them. But I would like you to think back to this time when you still think that we're good people and we know a little bit of stuff. And trust me, when you're another 10 years old, you're going to be like, man, my dad was pretty smart. <laughs> I'm serious. I got my dad this thing one time, and it said, when I was five, I thought you were God. When I was seven, you were really, really smart. When I was 12, you were the best, but I could see you did something wrong. When I was 16, 
I was like, man, you're really out there. When I was 21, dad's old and ancient, doesn't understand everything. When I was 28, I was like, me and my dad knew a couple things. When I was 35, I was like, my, I'm going to ask dad what he thinks. When I was 40, I, or 45, I was like, I'm going to ask dad before I do this. When I was 55, I wish I could ask dad. And uh, it was really poignant because it, it's just a life cycle. Because as we get older and we become people ourselves, we uh, disregard what the adults think. And it's natural. And you're going to do things your own way. I don't expect you to do it my way or mom's way or any other way. And I'll respect whatever choices you make in life. But I want you to always take advice from us because... It may not be what you even end up doing, but think about what we're saying because especially mom, mom's very good at breaking down what's going to happen if you do this or that or this or that, right? And then I'm pretty good with like how people are going to react to what you think. So I think between the two of us, we can kind of help you guide <laughs> life, right? Yeah. Even though we both make mistakes about a lot of stuff and we both mess up and we both are do things that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe you guys do that. But we can help you in life too, all right? And now's the time to tell you this before you hate us. When you're like 17, we tell you to clean your room, and you're like, "F you guys, I'm gonna go do, I'm gonna go play Fortnite." <laughs> if it's even still a thing. Right, Fortnite three. Uh, but I just want to take the time and say that to you because I don't think I've ever told you that before. By the time I'm 17, there'll probably be a Fortnite movie. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and you'll probably be able to put VR goggles on and be in it. <laughs> It'd be uh, really hard without knocking something over. Yeah, well, VR is a cool thing, man. I don't know. We'll see. They have VR. Um, oh, what's that game I like when you're in the future and you shoot stuff? This is one of the only games. Next game. Machina? No, not Next Machina. Uh, Battle Battle Battle. <sighs> what the hell is it called? Battleground. No, not Battleground. It's the future one, the futuristic one. We played it together a little bit on PlayStation 4 when I got the re... Badlands? Oh, man. What is it called? What are you talking I about? I don't... I can't remember <laughs> the name of the stupid game. I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, man, I'm going to look it up on my phone because I... It's driving me nuts. I can't think of it. Uh, man. Um, Telltale made a game of it. Uh, Borderlands. Oh. Borderlands. I didn't even look... I didn't even finish typing it in here and uh it didn't come up i just remembered it borderlands now i don't remember what i was trying to remember it what were we talking about you're talking about um i don't remember oh video games there you have a vr borderlands <clears throat> so you can put the vr set on and play the borderlands game i would like how? to check that out i don't know how do you not jog into your through the window i don't know how you convey yourself you probably still use the controller and you just see see what's going on with it on huh? Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to get it for Dr. Kroll so we can check it out. Maybe by the time I'm 17, they'll have this thing that you put on your head. And you put VR goggles over it. Mm-hmm. And it makes your brain think you're actually there. But you're not there, so you're just sitting down. But in mm-hmm. your brain, you think that you're running around in the VR world. You had the VR on before, right? You've seen what it was like. It does feel like that, kind of. Yeah, but you actually have to walk around to do yeah. some of the stuff. It'd be cool if you just could sit down. Put on the VR goggles, put on this other thing, and then have it in, like, your own mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Or, like, I see, see it through saying. the screen, but, like, you yeah, don't actually but move. But you feel like you're moving, but you're yeah. not really moving. I got what you're saying. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That would be a cool thing. 
I guess. You don't I, don't, to- I don't want no one messing my brain. They'll be picking out all the stuff I want to buy on Amazon, and then I'll be getting offers for it all the time, and then I'll be like, oh, I really need that. And then I'll buy it, and I'll be broke. I don't want that. I don't want that in my mind. <laughs> Forget that. No, sorry. And in five years, Amazon will sell rock stars. Amazon probably already sells rock stars. Yeah. I'm not even looking because I don't want to be broke. Money's already tight. I don't need to be. I don't need to be buying 16 cases of Rockstar <laughs> and then drinking them all in two days. All right. Um, anything else before we got here? It's getting late. Not really. All right, man. I love you, dude. Think about what I said. All right. Make sure you're verbalizing what you need. It's important for you because you don't really ask for much, and I want to make sure that I can make this the best experience that I can for you. Yep. Obviously, I'm not going to put down the stuff I need to get done to get stuff done that you want to get done. You know that. Oh, but I'll oh, take care oh, of okay. You. Oh, okay, what? You were hard to understand, and then I kind of... took my brain a while to process what you were, like, saying. The words that you were saying. I don't understand them words coming out your mouth. Fried ice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. <laughs> Oh, we're the most racist podcast ever. That's okay because you're half Asian. So between the two of us, we have a quarter Asian in the room. Oh, man. All right, we're too tired to do this. Got here before we get arrested. Before some neighbors knock on the door and say we're racist. I love you, man. Love you, too. All right. Later. Later.